0: And the leader, Sleepy, two metres. I'm Ready Jet inching closer now, but urged along. Then Hatchback, followed by Kaivaly Hotspur, trying to get through from Aruakohe, Chinese Whisper. Sleepy led for home. It's Sleepy, two metres in front from I'm Ready Jet. Sleepy giving plenty. I'm Ready Jet trying to balance up. It's Sleepy from I'm Ready Jet, Aruakohe. It's Sleepy in front, Aruakohe, and also I'm Ready Jet, Aruakohe. Koei over the
1: top I'm ready, jet Aloha Cowie for Chris Sanosio winning the tab. True Roman Trotters free-for-all over I'm Ready Jet, Sleepy and Kai Valley Hotspur into fourth place. Lead rate here, Steve, was really steady, 28.1. To put that in perspective, perfect class, did a lead rate of 27.9, very pretty 27.6 like a wildfires to the 1200 meter rate was 27.9 so I was up with the quickest of the night except for of course the last race but we'll get to that when we get there Taytay they went really hard early in that race and that just took its toll that little bit on sleepy and I'm ready jet in the straight and we talk a lot about RC Phoenix but maybe a lower Coey's not that far behind his more decorated stablemate RC Phoenix
2: yeah, that's right. He uh, went through a real purple patch of form uh, twelve. Well, not even twelve months ago, and uh, we were asking Chris if he was the best uh, yeah. trotter in yeah. the stable, and he just turned around and said, "No, nah, not even close." Uh, I think he may have bridged the gap a little bit, uh, but I still think he's he's got a gap between him and uh, RC Phoenix, if you ask Chris Venerozio. But that was a terrific win there. He. He seems to go better in front, but uh, the way he hit the line there Saturday night, that was probably one of his better wins from behind. He did have the perfect sit on I'm Ready Jet's back. Uh, Sleepy ran super out in front. And what a finish, though. For the first race of the night, first five horses over the line, there's 3.2 metres between first and fifth. It was, uh, yeah, they're the sort of finishes you like to see. You've got to look in, you've got to look out. You've got to look through the middle to try and work out who was going to win. And, uh, yep, Aroa Koei just got there on the outside. It was uh, a great win. I'm Ready Jet. She was uh, a little bit stiff, she's had to f- face the breeze and do all the work, and she's been beaten a half ahead, so uh, she's going very good. And Sleepy, as you say, happened to do that early work, hatchback crossing to the front, and then making Sleepy work a bit to get to the front, going down the back straight before the home corner the first time, and uh, possibly just took that little bit of sting out and only got beaten ahead. Uh, I bet you Josh, you wish he had got there a little bit easier than what he did.
1: Yeah, I, I remember Jason saying that to Chris Tenocio and I was yelling at the screen, RC Phoenix. <laughs> uh, but at that point, it was only about, it was in May, I reckon, and it was his sixth start for Chris. He had 10 starts yeah. around on Galeno. He'd had 16 starts and he just got up to about a 85 radar and that makes it pretty hard for a horse and he'd only had those 16 starts and he's racing almost at the very top level He's had 14 starts since, and I think he's just learnt the game a little bit better, and he's become, a, as you say, like he used to be, seemed like he had the lead to win, but I think he's he's working out how to race, he's becoming more seasoned, and I think he's going to be a pretty good horse over the next couple of years. Well, there's no doubt about that, but...
2: Yeah, how... no doubting that. I think, I think one of the major keys Saturday night, and this is just from uh, an outsider's view, and I could be totally wrong, Chris might tell me I'm an idiot next time I see him, but not being out three deep around the home corner i think made a big big difference to him he's done a few things wrong when he's out wide on the home corners and being able to sit yeah, yeah. until the top of the straight and in a small field i think that really helped him and and that'll be a confidence builder for him too because uh the pressure in these races are a lot stronger as they get up in class so i do think he's that sort of horse that you know, if he's drawn to be out the back, he's going to struggle a fair bit because of that sort of wide ground around the home corner and not being 100% uh, safe in his gear. Whereas if he can get driven like this more often, and, and possibly he can as he gets up in grade, then uh, that'll suit him to the ground.
1: I, I think he'd go well in a heat final on the same night scenario for some reason. I just feel like... He, Wouldn't hurt him. You know what I mean? He just seems like that sort of horse, doesn't he?
2: Yep, he's just one that could just sit on the speed and uh, yeah. you drive for a little bit of luck
1: but he never runs worse than sort of fifth or sixth so he'll always beat a few home you'll get into a final in you know race if we had a race like that with a heat and final on the same night say over a mile and he's a That'd
2: sort be a good of, idea
1: wouldn't it? he's a sort of awesome could sneak into a final and then if they went hard again uh yeah you never know like yeah uh, oh. He's he's uh, and and done some sort of a job with him. Chris, you only got him earlier this year. It's hard to believe, isn't
2: it? Yeah, it does. It feels like he's been around a long time. But uh, that that thought of a race you were just discussing. I mean, I reckon there could probably be the first five horses in that field would probably be um, pretty keen to to look at a race like that.
1: Yeah, definitely. Uh, and he, oh yeah, Hatchback's a funny horse, isn't he? He went well actually. It was a great drive by Ever Justice too. She did exactly everything that I would have done as well. Anyway, Hugo just looked like he needed the run again. He's a funny little horse anyway, Hugo. Sometimes he just looks like he needs a run, and then next week or two weeks later, he's back at his best again. And uh, Yeah, very good little race, the Tab True Roman Trotters free-for-all, and it was a great start to the night for Chris Sinosio. I'm not sure the rest of the night went exactly to plan. Race two was the Melton City Council Sprint.
0: Then came Jellaby Kung Fu, and further back off the bit was Let's Rock, Let's Roll. Bulletproof Poi runs on. It's like a wildfire, three metres clear. Curly James up the second. Outlaw Man struggling a bit, dropped in behind them, then Bulletproof Boy. Third quarter was 27-3, and it's like a wildfire in front. He's going strongly like a wildfire. Five metres, Curly James, who can't get to him. It's like a wildfire, clear search. Blanco flashing down the outside, and also Max Delight late, but like a wildfire goes all the way. Like a wildfire. Wins it from
1: Kirling, like James a wildfire today. leads all the way in the Melton City Council sprint. And I thought he was value at $2.20 on Friday. And I was front of house hosting Steve and he kept drifting and drifting and drifting out to a $3.20. And I was scratching my head and going, you know, he'd had those five times where he's led in Australia and he's won on four of those. The only time he got beaten was in that South Australian Cup, which we don't need to go into uh, yeah, he just looked like he was the horse that would win the race. He just had the barrier draw over the 17.20, and so often they become pegs-dominated affairs. Curly James, just terrific in second. Max Delight in third, Bulletproof Boy third. That lead rate, again, 27.9. They ran the the speed, the 400 rate to the 1,200-metre mark. Then 29.7, 27.3, 27.7, like a wildfire. And it was just nice to see him. It was a well-deserved win for a horse that... Feels like he's been out of the winners list for some time, but it was only March when he won a heat of the Easter Cup, and of course, he won the Horsham Cup earlier this year, Steve.
2: Yeah, no, it was a terrific win. Luke McCarthy got him off the gate beautifully. Uh, once he held up in front, he was uh, probably a dollar and dollar fifty pop, I thought, once he uh, held the front so comfortably. So, uh, Luke driving an absolute perler. Um, Curly James, he went massive. He was three wide without cover that last half. They've gone 27.3, 7 I'm just bringing up his sectionals now. Curly James has gone 26.7 down the back, 27.6 home. His last mile in 152.73. That was a huge run. He's covered 26 more metres than the race. Got beaten 1.23 metres. So, uh, yeah, Curly James is certainly uh, learning to mix it with the big boys. And he, he's when he's kept fresh, he's he's really dangerous. And he proved that again on Saturday night. Max Delight, our old mate Max, he, he's bouncing back to form. Geez, hitting the line well in the yeah. last few starts. He, he's really started to find that will to win again. And I think he's going to be winning soon. Um, So for mine, I'm actually throwing both Curly James and Max Delight into the black book. Really impressed with both those horses. Bulletproof Boy got home strong. Search Blanco, another really good run. Outlaw Man, <laughs> what, a, what a run by this horse. He stepped right up in grade here. Had to sit parked, which is the last place we wanted to be, uh, sitting outside like a wildfire. I really hoped he could have found the pegs uh, and got across him. But he's only been beaten 6.8 metres, and he was going a long way out. He just did not want to shirk that task all the way up the straight. He was out on his feet, but he never once said... Uh, give up so he will be winning again soon outlaw man don't worry about that um, I, I backed him, so you know I'm the dirty on it one little bit because that was a an excellent run to just be beaten 6.8 meters. So yeah, top run by all horses in the top six.
1: Yeah, I've got to mention his name too, Outlaw Man. There's six I've got to make sure I mention for uh, for someone that will be <laughs> listening as well. He's, he was ribbing me because I didn't mention one of his six horses in the in the. Which rib- one did you miss? Uh, no, no, I didn't miss it. I didn't mention any of them apparently. So I'll make sure. Oh. Oh, okay. I'll get all their names out at some stage <laughs> through today's show. He was he was only uh, having uh, having some fun with me on uh, Saturday night, of course, but uh, I'll make sure I get them all out. I think the only disappointing run here, Steve, was "Let's Rock, Let's Roll." He's been so ultra consistent for so long, and we'll just forgive him one bad effort, will we not?
2: Yeah, absolutely. Just, uh, look, I suppose twenty-seven three, twenty-seven is not really his style. I think he's better when they've gone, you know, yeah, real sure. hard early and then they're sort of getting home a little bit slower and he's, you know, sitting off the pace and just flashing home. So, you know, he's probably done what what he can really do. Um, it just looks bad because the, the horses it was up against were just that bit better.
1: Maybe stall cup for like a wildfire and Curly James... I would love to see Courtney Laker, if you're listening, and David Moran, set him for a Newcastle mile. See if he can, I'd love to see him fresh after a month or so a gap into a Newcastle mile. Because if, if you win that, you're straight into a miracle mile. I'd love to see yeah. him in a race like that.
2: And is it two weeks before the Miracle Mile?
1: Yeah, I reckon. Three. Yeah, it's two or Because that three. would give
2: him another freshen up. Mm-hmm. Because he just seems to race when he misses. When he goes week week to week, his second and third weeks aren't quite as good. They're still very good, but when he misses one or two weeks, he just seems to go. You know, he just finds an extra length. Um, so yeah, I I wouldn't mind seeing that either.
1: Yeah, you wouldn't fall off your chair if you won a Newcastle Mile, and then Courtney Laker with her first horse would have a Miracle Mile runner that is uh huge. I'd In love First season it. of training. Yeah, yeah. Ah, poor old bat was like yourself, Steve. It's not fair sometimes, is it? <laughs> <It's> just... <laughs> Dream of those sort of days, Toby. <laughs> yes, we do.